0: But now I have for you a wee interview that was recorded uh, earlier in the week on Thursday. Maya Abraham, the Toy Māori intern at the Blue Oyster Art Project space, came in to have a wee chat about his role in Dunedin at the moment and also provided some really valuable and constructive and productive insight um, into where he believes Māori art space is uh, in the art world in in Aotearoa so that is one to definitely listen out for uh really challenged my perceptions as well and he was also challenged uh, by Simon Kahn, who he had been speaking with recently. Lovely, lovely guy, Maya. So listen, and this interview is around uh, half an hour long, so strap yourself in. If it's not for you, that's okay. You just flick on out for a wee while. But this interview is a little bit longer um, than some of the interviews usually are on this show. Enjoy. This is Maya Abraham. So I am joined in the studio today with Maya Abraham, the Toy Māori intern for Blue Oyster Art Project Space. Hello, Maya.
1: Kia ora, nice to see you.
0: Thanks for joining me in here today in this no very worries. intimate affair. It <laughs> it is. It <laughs> We're is. about half a metre away from each other, having a wee chat. Um, so I just wanted to start off with talking about how you got down to Dunedin, because you're not from here, are you?
1: No, so originally from Tauranga, um, I lived in Katikati for 18 years, grew up there, went to school there. Um, and then after high school, I was thinking about what I would like to do, what I'd like to study, um, and wanted to do art. So I decided that I'd go and um, go and live with my Fano on Dad's side um, down in Christchurch. So moved down there, studied at Islum School of Fine Arts, um, and finished, yeah, my bachelor's last year, um, and then um, this year the Toi Māori um, Māori Arts Internship Program mm. came around, so I applied for that, um, yeah, and then got accepted, and I started that at on the uh, 6th of June. So
0: So to talk a wee bit more about your experience studying at ILM, uh, we were chatting at uh, one of the Blue Oyster openings the other night, and you mentioned something that for me, and maybe for the people listening, uh, may have been a bit of an anomaly in the discourse around studying at um, that institution in particular. Uh, You said that it was a bit difficult for you in your final year. Do you want to explain a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so um being Māori and being from uh, Tauranga Moana which is, um, has a very high population of Māori and my high school is really good at um, supporting the Māori students so I was kind of, I grew up around the marae and I grew up grew up around kaupapa Māori um, ever since a young age. Um, mum and dad are both Māori teachers now so you know it's just very normal and that sort of foundation was just there Mm. Um, and then I moved down to Christchurch, I moved into study at Island School of Fine Arts where there isn't really the infrastructure to support Māori artists Mm -hmm. or just Māori in general Um, it kind of became um, a place where I didn't feel comfortable and I didn't feel like I could Well, I felt like I was um, the odd one out. I was kind of put into this role of education, and whenever I did something to do with Kaupapa Māori, I always had to back it up with some sort of explanation and provide some knowledge around what I was doing Mm. so that there was that entry level for non-Māori. And, you know, as lots of people I'm sure can um, relate to, that's very draining and that's um, Time-consuming, and you know, kind of takes away from the point of creating art and making yeah. art, and
0: and that was on top of you doing your schoolwork already, right. like every other student. But yeah. then you had an added
1: element to it. That's right. And I think um, that was kind of the reason why I uh, had such a hard time in my last year, because the first th- three years I was um, learning about myself and my identity, and that was kind of. Uh, Uh, an individual process Um, and then fourth year I was um, thinking about my context and how my identity as a Māori artist um, related to contemporary art and that's where some of the um, the challenges came Um, yeah just around um, understanding my artwork and what I was trying to uh, communicate and from the lecturer's point of view and from the school's point of view um, of contemporary art, um, how they both sit together and um, yeah, those sorts of things. So it was, yeah, it became difficult.
0: Yeah, did you see anyone else struggling in the same way that you were struggling? Uh,
1: no, no, uh, and that's because, you know, I was the only Māori in my sculpture department okay. class. Um, there were a few other Māoris um, in the school but um, you know we were separated by a studio so I didn't right. meet them a lot um, and it didn't feel like there was a lot of outside help because the school wasn't um, proactive in providing that support um, while I was there. So, yeah,
0: Yeah, were those educators seeking out further resources to aid their understanding of your work or was it all just given by you?
1: It was definitely all given by me, and I did try and source outside help um, through the Māori development team and through a few Māori lectures that, um, as I was doing the Māori indigenous studies I'd met and um, formed relationships with, but um, yeah, there just didn't seem to be this crossover or cross-pollination of knowledge. Um, and. Yeah, when I tried to initiate that, it just felt like there wasn't um, the ability for that to happen.
0: So, going forwards at Island, what would you say would be the next steps for them to take to ensure that there was that inclusive and that, you know that feeling of cultural safety in mm. that environment?
1: Um, I think thinking about um, because the Māori development team work and then like in the um, in the block of classrooms next to the School of Fine Arts. So there are resources literally across the road um, and we need to utilise those. And also the Pacifica Mm. um, development team, they're not far away and they have people willing to um, be advisors or be mentors or, um, you know, all these resources that they can offer but they just need to be asked or they need the space to... Um, come in and do their work um, and if students, because I, I don't think the owner should be on students to go and seek that help. I think um, a school should be aware that sometimes we can't, sometimes art schools can't provide the things that students need. Yep. So they need to be aware that they uh, they need to set those systems up.
0: Thank you for sharing that with us. I just thought that was rather <laughs> interesting the other yeah. night. I'd never really heard a, a bad word spoken about <laughs> Ireland before that, but of course that's not everyone's experience yeah. of it, so that's really nice to hear about that from you. Mm. Um, but back to the internship. So how do the internships through Toi Māori work in New Zealand?
1: So um, Toi Māori put out a call for proposals from uh, arts organisations across Aotearoa to support uh, Māori practitioners within the arts. Um, so uh, uh, project, art project spaces, galleries, um, theatre companies, dance companies, uh, anything to do with the arts that has a space to support Māori practitioners. Um, they call proposals from them and then... Um, They select a few and then later on they call for proposals from the interns Um, and then once they've got all of that information on all of those people they conduct interviews um, across the country wherever the organizations are and then they uh, pair the intern with the organization um, around who who's going to fit best with who and um, what the outcome will be. Um, what yeah, does so,
0: your internship at Blue Oyster entail?
1: Um, so it's kind of a curatorial slash admin internship. So I um, am working alongside Grace Ryder, the director at Blue West Art Project Space, and we are kind of working on a few curatorial projects, some writing projects, and... Um, just learning about the administration and day-to-day running of the Blue Oyster project space, and yeah, that's kind of where my interests are on how we, um, how a space like Blue Oyster operates, and um, kind of where Māori art can sit within a space like Blue Oyster.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was mm. going to ask you where your interests lie, kind of in the further, yeah. further arts, just not in just Dunedin and, and Blue Oyster in particular, mm. um, but in terms of New Zealand and uh, a lot of the Papa Māori initiatives mm. that are around uh, in the country. Where where do your interests lie there?
1: Yeah, well it's definitely to support Māori art <clears throat> and Māori practitioners. Um, I obviously studied practical art so I, was, I am an artist and I um, use my art form to um, convey um, ideas around Māori identity and um, belonging, and then I kind of, um, after art school, really focused on um, setting up my uh, an art uh, space in Christchurch with a few friends called Ōtautahi Kōrero Tea, and within that we are supporting emerging experimental practices in Christchurch. And yeah I kind of focused on that after art school and I really enjoyed that process of um, sitting uh, alongside an artist and working on a project together and just being there to support them in that and recognising that that job is important um, for the artist especially but also for the community and that that job needs to be done right. so i've kind of shifted into a curatorial interest um with the you know major interest in maori arts and how we can uh think about contemporary new zealand art um as a space that authentically represents maori art um yeah
0: you mentioned another kind of interesting tidbit uh, that I want to go a little bit more mm-hmm. in depth into. um you had a conversation with Simon
1: Kahn, mm-hmm.
0: which did change you said your perception of um the role of Maori art in the art gallery. Could you go into that in a little bit more detail? yeah
1: I think I would really like to challenge the idea that um the gallery is The place for Maori art um, and this idea that um, it can be a safe space and it can be a place that authentically represents um, a Maori artist's idea. Um, And I'm just thinking about um, the Paimanu Collective and their recent exhibition at Kōkā, and the way that they kind of form themselves as a collective and um, which, you know, harks back to um, the way that uh, early iwi were formed as this collective group of people that are broken into sub-groups. Um, and they are together, they're individuals, but they kind of operate as a collective. Um, and that's what Paimanu have done at Koka, And j- just there, there's kind of... Um, Friction between how an art institution run they kind of need individual names, but you know they're presenting yeah. themselves as a collective um and uh, also the way that maori make art together um you know as as this process of uh fangatanga and um working together and noho aka as paimonu call it um which relates to the ngaitahu whakapapa of um, you know, iwi or whānau groups moving a- across to Waipaunamu um, in these little nohohaka, um that reference um, uh, feeding sites and uh, traditional kai gathering sites um, and this idea of moving around together and the cycle so all these things kind of relate to their practice, but I just wonder how art galleries like Coca can represent that whakapapa and that history in a uh, a really white space, in a really um, contemporary art space with a history of um, yeah representing a lot of non-Māori art. Um, and uh, with talking with Simon Kahn I almost think about um, where if not in the art gallery where can Māori art exist?
0: Did he have a different perspective to you?
1: Uh, he, he shed some light on the fact that um, his generation um, kind of grew up with the knowledge that art galleries present art so he's grown up with that site more than um, the okay sort of model. Um, because, you know, like I said, um, Ngaitahu uh were weren't really marae-based. They travelled a lot and, you know, didn't really have one singular marae that they, um, you know, met at. So uh, almost they're more comfortable in an art gallery. And which is completely different to my thinking. Where I'm from Tauranga, and within the Tauranga Moana area, there are three iwi, um, various hapu. So there's so there's lots of uh, marae around, and that and we're very much marae based. Mm. Um, and for me, that's where my art gallery is, and that's where I would like to see art happening. Um, so yes, yeah, I'm kind of shed some light on that fact, and. Um, You know, he's as Paimanu, they're kind of thinking about um, working authentically as Māori within an art institution. Um, Yeah, and I would would like to think about how Māori art can exist on a marae or outside of the art institution. Yeah,
0: do you not think those two, you know, the art institution and the Māori collectives, they're not... Mm do you not think there is room for coalescence at this point in time? Do you think that they should be moving away and and kind of going back home and and seeking Mm. other spaces to practice in?
1: I think there's definitely space for both. I think um, there is space for um, Māori autonomy within within art institutions but there is also validity in going home and producing Māori art within the context of Fano and within the context of a Um In terms of art institutions, I think we need to work better at, um, uh, I was gonna say diversity, but you know that's just a really hot term at the moment. Yeah. But um, uh, transparency across um, art institutions throughout the governance level and their curatorial jobs, um, you know if Maori are going to have autonomy, we need to have maori across the board um and I think that 's where we need to focus our energy um and I think that 's my vision as um or that 's my understanding of my role as an emerging maori curator is that that um you know that kind of understanding of where maori need to be um is kind of what I'm trying to drive and think more about and also be critical about, yeah, like, yeah. you know, do we really need to be in an art gallery? Yeah. Those sorts of things. Um, yeah.
0: And you've mentioned Pae Manu now, and uh, I just wanted to ask if you have noticed any other kaupapa Māori uh, initiatives around Dunedin that you have been particularly impressed with at mm. this point in time?
1: Um, I just am really fortunate to be down in Otipoti, during Puaka Matariki festival, because um, you know it's really a time for reflection and um, sharing of Kai whether it's the you know the physical food to sus to sustain our bodies or whether it's the sharing of knowledge like that's really important um, and I really love the um, the way that um the committee, the festival committee, are uh, um, being really inclusive and thinking about um, how we can produce Māori art within Waiapu. Um, and yeah, there's just so much on. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a really great atmosphere at the moment.
0: Mm, and yeah. in terms of um, holistically all of the art spaces that you have visited so far, mm. um, where do you see the deficiencies in Dunedin's art scene
1: at the moment,
0: culturally or otherwise? Yeah,
1: um, probably artist-run spaces, um, and I think there can never be en- enough artist run spaces because I think that's where we can be really critical about our art econom not economy our art um environment. Um and that's where sometimes artists can really hone into their identity and figure out who they are and what they want to do and what they want to say. Um and yeah, I just really think there's always space for artist-run spaces in Dunedin, but mm. also nationally. Um, yeah, and there's, you know, Blue is doing a really good job. Yeah, at I was going to say,
0: what have you seen being done well <laughs> as well? Not yeah. just to focus on the negatives.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Blue Oyster is doing a really good job at supporting experimental and emerging practices, mm-hmm. not only within Dunedin, but um, nationally um, and You know, they have a really good system of getting a new director in every three three years to um, build networks within um, Dunedin and across Aotearoa, Um, but it also keeps that space really fresh and really um, vibrant and just a key part of our um, arts environment in Ōtipoti.
0: Do you see Blue Oyster being quite a culturally accessible project space down here?
1: Um, I do and I think they're definitely working towards more um, accessibility Mm. Um, and like I said it's you know sometimes it has to start from the governance level Um, but Grace is doing a really good job at um, keeping everyone accountable for um, their accessibility um, policies and um, she's doing a really good job at um, educating herself and her staff and um, also uh, including diversity in her programming. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Blue Oyster is definitely a very important cultural centre for Dunedin.
0: Have yeah. you seen any other spaces that you've been impressed with in that sense, in terms of cultural accessibility?
1: In Dunedin. In
0: Dunedin, yeah.
1: Um.
0: And it's okay if you yeah. haven't viewed anything else. Yeah, That's not totally yet. Yeah,
1: not yet. I mean, it's early days. Yeah. And um,
0: how do you think the dpeg does?
1: Um, I am quite critical on big institutions. Okay. Because if you talk to any person outside of the art um, uh, realm, you know, and you say, "Have you been to see any art?" They'll probably mention the city's art gallery Mm. so that art gallery is meant to be very accessible to non-artists or non-art people um so i am really critical of the shows that they put on because that's kind of like what the world sees um in terms of art so if it's um not very good yeah then that's the reading that the art gets, the art world gets Um, yeah and in terms of cultural um, safety um, yeah I just hope there's lots of advising going on from local Maori um, local Pacifica people uh, lots of indigenous people I hope there's um, the corridor around uh, safety goes wider than like the DPAG governance level.
0: Okay. Do you think yeah. the exhibits there at the moment are representative?
1: Um, the recent ones, I don't think so. Okay. Um, at the moment... Um, how
0: do you think they could improve?
1: Uh, how could they improve?
0: I put you a bit on the spot here. Sorry yeah, to do that. No, no,
1: that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, like I said, encouraging more Māori to be involved. Um, if we want to have corridor around um, Māori art or this context of Puti, uh we kind of need Māori in that corridor. Mm. Um, if we want to talk about um, Pacifica art, we need those voices in there. If we want queer art, we want those voices involved, um, and that's probably always going to be a work in progress but um yeah at the moment I think Deepak could really do with that sort of um input um yeah
0: yeah that's great it's really a productive conversation (laughs) about it as well um considering you know they do help along the show but that Mm. doesn't doesn't necessarily entitle them um to have you know, certain opinions or feed certain opinions through it. And it's great to have mm. that conversation with someone who is practicing or, or viewing what's going on down here as well as, mm. as well as me, which I can say as much as I want, but you know, to have <laughs> no one else's opinion in yeah, it doesn't sure. really mean, doesn't really mean much. Um, so can you divulge anything else about another project that you're working on in the near future um, at Blue Oyster that we might be seeing, seeing threads off sometime soon?
1: Yeah. Um, well one of the main projects that I'll be working on with Grace is um working with their um artist in residence at the moment, Aisha Green, um, who has also moved to Dunedin to complete uh this residency um as a way to uh connect with her fano and um, you know, produce this um body of work that she wants to do. Um, which is uh scheduled for december um so she 's currently working on that at the moment um and i 'll be um working alongside her and supporting her with research and um the administration stuff and um, yeah helping her with writing as well um as that 's you know a skill that I would like to. Um, work more on, mm. um, yeah, and also the idea that residencies and internships are kind of the same thing, and we're um, kind of going through it together at the same time. Um, so that's a really cool relationship. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah one project that we're working on that's really exciting. Oh, cool. I'm really uh, looking forward to the outcome of that. Um, and yeah, just I'll, I'll probably have a hand in most of the. Um, the programming of Blue Oyster over <laughs> <laughs> the next three or four months but in um, particularly the suffrage exhibition that's coming up. Oh, um, exciting. That will be really yeah. Uh, yeah Is that really on at the compelling. Hocken? Coming up at the yeah,
0: Hocken? Yeah, it's going
1: yeah. to be uh, a collaboration. So okay. there'll be an exhibition at the Hocken and then um, we've got a group of artists that will respond to some of the Hocken's archive um, and then they'll produce some work for an exhibition at Blue Oyster. Cool. Um, so they'll run at uh, similar times, and yeah, I just think it would be really uh provocative and it would just be really insightful um, and we're hoping give another perspective on uh the suffrage movement hmm. Oh,
0: awesome, very exciting things in the pipeline <laughs> for you then Definitely. Um, and then just to round all of this off, if if people listening are, are interested in engaging with um, Papa Māori art initiatives in the future it, either in Dunedin or outside of Dunedin, where do you suggest that they start if they haven't done so before?
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, probably universities and the Māori departments usually have a good network of um, places to go to but uh, also Mudai are really good at um, figuring out where um, their Māori are working and what they're working in um, and in terms of art art galleries are really good at because um, they usually have a database of um, their art community so if there's a Māori organisation um, on their list they could probably find that for you um, but yeah, I mean, the, that's the thing as well with Māori art. It's usually there, but mm. um, sometimes we need to promote it a bit Yeah, more. just
0: not always as visible yeah. as it should be. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on no the d Late Breakfast. Um, this was Maya Abraham, the Toi Māori intern at the Blue Oyster Art Project Space. Good luck for everything that's coming up in the next couple of months.
1: Cool, thank you very much.